This week on Dr. Drew After Dark, these are stressful, difficult years. Yes. And you have to just get through that because you have a different priority, which is raising these damn kids and keeping the relationship alive and satisfied. You (laughs) threw a butt plug up your vagina and forgot it was there. Or a potato. Okay. From the booth, uh, you want this to be cured? (laughs) (laughs) Why do you need it to be cured? Is that in your next life or after you kill me? You were a perfect fit. After I die? I think, well... Welcome to Dr. Drew After Dark. Please be advised that Dr. Drew After Dark may contain sexually oriented content and be unsuitable for young children. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dr. After Dark. Do you support the people who support us? We keep doing this thing. We appreciate it very much. We love your mom's house and we love your emails at 818, excuse me, at drdriftdark at gmail.com and your voice messages at 818-253-1693. And as we've been doing for the last few weeks, live calls. So watch for our appeal for calls on social media. We'll put it out there when I'm here taking live calls. And you can call with, uh, well, usually it's, you know, medical, relationships, substance, whatever it might be. But today it's Ask Us Anything. The great Susan Pinsky joins me again. Thanks for having it is me. Time, time to have her back. I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Um, boop, boop. We, dis- <laughs> we discovered uh, last time that um, your frontal lobe is functioning well, and that's good. We worried about that last I time. I had it checked. You, we, no, we just... We they just, said it's fine. It's fine. We yeah. just talked about I it. I have a good out. sense of humor. And we have... Uh, Oh, you come up with a little head of steam this time. That's why you love me. You, you she came in with a head of steam, guys. You see that? It's like uh, put putting me back on my heels. <laughs> so, did you have anything you wanted to talk about today? Anything on your mind? No, I'm just gonna let the callers do that thing. Do that thing. Okay, we do have calls. I'm gonna get to them in mere moments. Uh, before we do, I just thought we'd go right to some emails. You want to do that? Okay. Okay. Uh, I was making love. My wife, 30 years in the missionary position with a normal-sized penis. I hit something that felt like a golf ball with the head of my penis. It was painful and surprised us both. I kept going and hit it again until I released my poison. I um, know what it is. What is it? It's probably a tampon. Oh, interesting idea. I had not thought about that, but you would be shocked how a common... Golf ball. Well, you'd be shocked how common it is that people leave stuff behind. Maybe. Uh, Anyways, go ahead. Usually what they actually... No, this is a great point. Usually what women actually do is they forget they put one in and put one in on top of one and pushes it back up high. Everybody's done it. Everybody's done it. I think you've had to rescue a tampon. Or two. Yeah. And and we have a device actually to pull these things out if, uh, if you have to go... If you can't... The way to get them out is you, you bear down. Or you it lean. could be like a butt plug or something. No. No? Keep going. Okay. Anyways, go ahead. Read <laughs> the rest of it. Plug. You <laughs> threw a butt plug up your vagina and forgot it was there. Or a potato. Okay. So uh, it could be, a con- could be a tampon. And if that's so, you can kind of uh, squat down and bear down like having a bowel movement and kind of see if you can feel that. Sometimes they put those things. What in. I was thinking this is is a cervical polyp. Your uterine, the uterus can frequently get these growths that uh, can be the size of a golf ball and they can peek out the head of the cervical os sometimes. Uh, There's usually a little bleeding with that. So if there was any bleeding, that's sort of evidence that it was a cervical polyp. And there could be uterine polyps, there could be other things, but there's lots of things that grow in that area. She needs a pelvic exam right away. And if it's an old tampon, then the doctor will take it out when he or she looks in there. But it's probably just biological. Probably a she. You know, you you you've said you guys have been having sex for thirty years. So you're at least middle age, and so that's when you get the polyps and stuff. That's oh, okay. when that starts happening. Did you ever have polyps? I don't no. Remember. Well, I had uh, a uh, 
I had a You're like no. I had ovarian cysts. <laughs> That's different. That's way up inside. Uh, you didn't have them when you were not being stimulated by the fertility treatment, though, did you? No. Right. You had them as part of the fertility stuff. It was just later. I had a few. Later, I had a few. Cysts. They're very common. Uh, wife is an obstetrical nurse having a conversation about how females are born with all the eggs that they will have in their lifetime. So technically, the egg that was and is now you was inside your grandmother. <laughs> Wait a minute. Your grandmother? <laughs> what? No, the egg that was that is or was you now was in your mother. mother. Oh, she means, so when your mother was in your grandmother, your mother's eggs had you in there. When she was in your grandmother. That is true. Right. Uh, so I asked my wife if... So do you a, have eggs before you're mature? Like you, But when the ovaries develop, they develop with eggs. Yeah, but it... Well, anyway. They, are, they aren't fo folliculating. They aren't forming. No, yeah. But they come out in clusters every month. Later. Yeah, yeah, not clusters. So they weren't Hopefully one at there. a time. They can go in clusters, but usually it's one at a time. Oh, uh, I thought you had more than one. Oh, I guess you would have twins or triplets or whatever. Right. Uh, my wife asked if a fetus or an infant could theoretically have its eggs collected and used in an IVF process. Wow, is that an interesting question. Or if the eggs are only viable when a woman reaches sexual maturity. She looked at me like I was Dr. Mengele and went to bed. Then I Googled it, but it's not there. I'm also pretty sure I'm on a watch list now. This is a great yeah, question. Yeah, for sure. Use that brain for good. Use that <laughs> mind for good, as I'm off, uh, off to say. I, when people come up with these incredible uh, ideas. That's pretty intense. That's a very thoughtful letter. Yeah, I, I do believe that there... I'm sus I suspect it probably has to be after puberty, I yeah, suspect. The, yeah, I don't think you start... Well, you have the eggs, though. Why couldn't you? Oh, you know why? Because in order to harvest the eggs, you have to make Menstruate. the follicles. You have to yeah. sort of, have, the eggs have to, the ovaries have to be functioning. And you yeah. can't do that before menopause. Yeah, so yeah. Before a menarche, rather. Menarche. So you have to have had um, puberty. You have to have had your period. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah, you can't get pregnant before you have your period. So right, no and, nor, and nor, there are no eggs that you can't stimulate the eggs to be produced to the point that they can be harvested. Yes. It, it, all the eggs are sitting there. He's, he's imagining that you just pluck the egg out of the ovary. No, you have to make them f turn into follicles that then you suck out. Right. And you can't do that before the ovaries are functioning after puberty. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. Here's a question for Jenna. You should be on a watch list. Jenna, Jenna has a question for Susan. Hmm. Hello, Jenna. Hi, Jenna. Hi, guys. How are you? I'm excited. We are good. What's happening there? Call for me. I know. I don't know. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I've, I've always loved Drew, and I'm a new fan of Susan. Susan, you're just amazing, and I adore you. Oh, yeah. thank you. Worthy. I adore you more. Worthy of your adoration. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yes, I think so. So I, um, I'm, I'm a pretty young mom still. My kids are... Oh, God. How old are they? Four, six, and eight. Great age. I'm 33. Yeah, so I just, I mean, I'm not raising triplets, but I'm very impressed that you guys raise triplets and still are, like, really hot for each other and just seem super <laughs> happy. And I just, I, my husband and I, fortunately, we married each other and we're very into each other. Oh, good. So we've managed to keep things, like, alive between us, but, like, you know, how do we, how do we, how do we maintain it? Yeah. You mean barely alive when you have so, kids, when you have kids, everything's, everything's barely alive, including your soul. Trust me. We right. get it. We get it. Yeah. It's hard. Oh, you have yeah. to put a lot of work into yeah. it. 
you have to you have to find time away alone. Well, let's let's be fair. I mean, for, we, for sexual encounters. Yeah, but it was a we. Were, but you know, I remember yeah. saying something once, and I when I mean HLN. Remember when you're not in HLN, and they'd always like, "How do you? What do you? What's the intimacy to you? And or you know, what is your what's passion your or whatever?" And I remember saying, or I saw it on YouTube somewhere, um, that intimacy to me was when we were done with dinner and he'd do the dishes. <laughs> and he Take we would be trash. together yeah. and we would just sort of, you know, that. it was like he gave me some of his time. And it, I don't know, it was kind of, and he also used to rub my feet, but, um, and he still does. But I think that like mm -hmm. when you're raising kids, it's like you, you have to be connected because your kids keep you so busy and you're always going running between each one. And they there's not a lot of time for you and your husband to just have intimacy. And it's not sex all the time. It's more right. just connecting. And you know what I mean? And it, it sounds really boring or whatever, but I think Drew and I had that. And I, I think... You're in survival mode. I mean, I wasn't like, oh, you know, intimacy now is yeah. the same for us. Like, we're together all the time. Yeah. And we just, mm -hmm. we're, he's at night, like, we sit down, we watch TV. We He does the dishes still, and, and I cook or whatever. And he's very, you know, it's just good to have that communication between you and keep that going. And, yeah. and, you know, because then when times get rough, you know, you have each other's back and the, you know, finding time for sex, that kind of, you know, has to be done either for on a weekend trip, someone takes your kids, just have, you know, it's a lot easier. Well, but remember also after kids, you're, you're still, you're still sort of post delivery. You're sort of postpartum. Yeah. Your sex drive is way down. You might be yeah. breastfeeding. You biologically, you're way down. And I remember you used to always complain that you needed more stimulation to get going. Right. You needed more and time and also space. You, and you were doing love lines, so you would leave at 10 o'clock. Like he'd yeah. get home at 6, we'd have dinner, and then he'd leave at 9, and he'd get back at 1 in the morning. So, And I'd have to get up in the morning with the kids at this age. Um, I was very focused on them, and there wasn't like, oh, gee, I let's have sex when you get home, because I right. was too tired. Yeah. But I think that time that we had together, and also you were on the road a lot. Like you'd go for weeks it, it, at a time. That's what I'm saying. It was survival time. We, we, we kept it going enough that when we were out of survival mode, things could flourish again. And you know, I it wasn't, wasn't... It wasn't like things were yeah, great the whole time. It was, was stressful. asexual at the time, but it, it just... My focus was the kids, the house, getting you know people to come help me when he was gone having a little bit of free time, like they'd go to bed, I have a glass of wine, I was like so happy, then I'd pass out, and then I'd wake up at six, I'd go to the ice rink, you know. And, um, but he was like, I don't know how, he had a head of steam, he could just do so much. And, but Loveline was like a really good job for him, you know, and, and then he was talking about sex at night, and he'd come home and he'd be horny sometimes. So, you know, I was like, <laughs> really? Um, but then he'd say, I'll drive the kids to school. And so, you know, we'd occasionally have sex. But, you know. It, it was a lot less than we, I, this, I don't want to give her the idea that things are, were just glorious. These are stressful, difficult years. Yes. And you have to just get through yeah. that because you have a different priority, which is raising these damn kids and keeping the relationship alive and satisfied to the point that you're still connected. You know, you still like Susan's telling you. 
But the, the time, as she said, is when you really have the time. So when you go on vacation, which you must do, you can yeah. boom, you can, you can be like good. Just like overnight somewhere, just a little yeah, so you can be uh, fine. date night. You know? and, and when the kids do go mm-hmm. away. I don't know if you can afford that. Whatever I mean, college or whatever, it's, things are there can just go again. You know, things are just... Because yeah. I, I remember when the kids were left, left for college, the, the kind of feeling I had was just like, Oh my God, that's right. We really like each other. Yeah. We'd forgotten that because we were busy building a life and a family and this all <laughs> together. But it's like, oh yeah, yeah. We also really like each other and enjoy it. And time we could together. have sex anytime. Yeah. Which was fine. We didn't have, now we can't because we always have somebody in the house. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of funny because some Paulina knocked on the door oh. the other day when we were, <laughs> we were <laughs> doing. <laughs> So has that helped, Jenna? Oh my God! And she and, the, and then I think she realized yeah, no, it. She's does. thirty, so and it was so funny. She, he's like, "What the hell is she doing? Uh, what's wrong with our kids?" Is what I said. Locked. And so, <laughs> yeah. So Jenna, it, it is worth so, it. I mean, worth it. You'll build this thing together, and you'll value each other even more because of what you built together through this time. Yeah. When, and and marital satisfaction always hits sort of a bottom right during sort of mean. You know, average grade school years. That's when yeah. things sort of hit a bottom. But they also, go up again, and then they hit kids. a then they hit a bottom again during adolescence. Sorry, I'm talking and then over they you, go Drew. But, but go ahead. But I love that age, like six, seven, eight, or five, six. Eight. That because it's such a sweet spot. Like they haven't hit yeah. puberty yet. They're so adorable. They love their mommy. They'll listen to you. You can say things that are ridiculous, and they'll believe you. Um, but and then later they'll say, "I can't believe you said that to me." But it's just enjoy them as much as you can together with your husband because um, this, you yeah. know, once they I hit feel puberty, like we've been it hitting like kind of a peak right now because we got mm-hmm. out of like the baby and toddler phase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So right now things things seem really good, but I also know that like that this is probably temporary. Because now we're entering into the phase of soccer schedules, yeah, and yeah. homework. Oh yeah. So I know there's just there's just going to be new craziness. That keeps new craziness. That's a, that's the way to look no, at it. No, and it's it's really yeah. it's really good for you to, you know, just enjoy them at this age together with your husband. You know, and remember it because I forgot like everything that happened in that period of time because mm. I was always running around. You know. But I realize it's because nothing traumatic happened during mm. that period of time. Which is good. You know, when they hit teens, you know, I remember when mm. certain things happened, you know. Yeah. And um, I remember when they were babies because... That it, was traumatic. That was always <laughs> traumatic. It was just so much trauma going yeah. on. But, but yeah, you'll forget about those, uh, those wonder years. All right, my dear. Good luck. And Ray, good luck. Do, this, do this together. That's the important and, thing. And right. just, you know, be intimate. That's right. it. We got a bunch of other calls here. This Instigate is... Instigate uh, it. See, I'm interested is that the word? Instigate? Instigate sex? Yeah. Initiate. 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 Instigate's good, too. Uh, this is Bertie from Minnesota. Bertie, what's up? Hey, um, just wanted to quickly say it was great running into y'all um, at Kill Tony last year. Oh, oh my gosh. That's um, right. That was question, so fun. Yeah. <laughs> so fun. Yeah, yeah we want to go back. Uh, it was really exciting to see y'all. It was like all my podcast world colliding. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. That's true. Everybody um, was there. But my question is actually one that the Trash Tuesday girls brought up a while back, and it's just stuck with me. And they were wondering if the size of a woman is typically proportional to the size of her hoo-ha. And I'm assuming you mean by the depth, right? The depth of the vagina? Yep. Okay. And, and or the... Yeah, ab- that's what I assume. And, and I would add to that, let's add to that, the ability to accommodate larger... 
penises or have a, even a preference for larger penises, is that relational to the body habitus of the woman? Is Are they taller, bigger, if they are have a larger vagina, so to speak? What do you think? Well, I would imagine their, your draw has something to your do draw? with it. Like between your belly <laughs> button so and your crotch. Funny. That's if you yes, measure it. Yes, that's a draw. Right. And I guess, you know, if you have a shorter draw, like I have a, I have a, a big draw. Ah, mm-hmm. That's why. Thank you for sharing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, a big draw. From my ass to my belly button, I have a lot of space in between. I see, I see. So that's yeah. good for childbirth. I guess they call it a long draw. Long draw, not a big draw. Yeah, a mm-hmm. long draw. Okay. Uh, so, so, okay, so Susan is... But if is, you're like five foot two and you're, you know... Well, I, what about, what about sort button? of... Women have different sort of pelvic tilts and sort of designs. You know, some of them are sort of their pelvis flares out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know about is that, that a longer draw or is that... No, I'm just saying if you have like... If you have sp- long, more space between your belly button and your butthole, you are definitely, you you know, you can, it's, they're inches. It's just math. Bertie, thank you so much for bringing up this topic. We're, we're enjoying getting into this area. I was a seamstress, area. you know, so I know, you know what I mean? I'm just measuring it. But, All right. Just, just math. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that. But that would, I'm, it's just layman's terms. I think it's the title medical. of this podcast will be the draw is just math. It's just the draw. <laughs> Uh, so I, I have I have noticed th- that women are all over the place with this kind of thing in terms of what de- I you know I've done a lot of pelvic exams and things and the depth is like mm, stop bragging not not necessarily <laughs> I I would say as a as a sort not even a rule but as a sort of a general trend uh, it is true yeah. that if someone is bigger and taller then there is more depth and and I've noticed they sort of sent, start seem to be a preference for a larger phallus and that sure. kind of thing that there's more to fill so to speak or something more to be satisfied or something of course because well, you have to not... get to the g-spot it's a little farther up all right and so the answer, i mean that would make sense what, what but not the... everybody but i mean and it's you... not everybody right it's not everybody but at if, all if you watch a porn which obviously drew and i do sometimes um, obviously yeah we've talked about it yeah so um sometimes like the guy can't get the penis all the way in so they're smaller and they're mm. and they're always little people small ones yeah like that's so, so i mean it's so definitely it's the case that if smaller than sh- smaller and shorter and if taller generally towards long longer but maybe after you have babies it gets, it gets stretched it out get that's right bigger. what did the like, what did the ladies from trash tuesday think birdie i think they thought it was proportional but yeah, the question that's, was up in the air. yeah, it's sort of worth saying. I, I think it's because it's not a rule. But you're it's thinking not even about length, not like how big. I'm, I'm sort of doing how, both. I'm doing both. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing I both. think it's the fit. You guys have talked about couples fitting. Uh, I think that's what they were getting at. Want to address that? About what? Couples fit, fitting? fitting? Oh, yeah, yeah. Totally. You have to fit. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I like to feel like it's a perfect fit. I'm not going to marry some. I mean, I might marry somebody if, you know, I love them so much and I can work with it. I'm not saying, but... Is that in your next life or you after were, you kill me? Or you were a perfect fit. After I die? I or, think, well, I mean, for me, my preference when I was after in my you 20s kill me. Was, After you kill me. I really liked a guy, but it was just like, it wasn't a good fit. It didn't... I didn't... And, and I would argue, I suspect that that thing that is important to you... Not women are all over the yeah, place. Is the yeah. point is, and it's not going to be important to all women. No, it's just the I way know. women are. They're just I, there's a lot of diversity. It's interesting what women are thinking about. It, it is, and, and and men are thinking none of it. 
I guess you know I was I mean? really we, selfish. We have to sort of be I, educated about it. I guess I was really selfish and I just wanted to be have good sex. Somebody who was able to get give me an orgasm and also had the right size penis. Like I don't think, Not a lot to ask for. No, I know. I <laughs> I guess I searched long and hard and it happened. Bertie, we appreciate the question. You got us into a good space here. This is hysterical. Drew loves talking about it. <laughs> Thanks, Bertie. <laughs> hey there. Hey, Dr. Drew. Hey, L- Susan. Hey. All right. So, uh, so yeah, so I called because um, my boyfriend and I have actually been sober. Well, I've been sober for almost a year, mm-hmm. and he has struggled a lot with it. Mm. You know, I kind of gave him an ultimatum at the beginning. I was like, you know what? We can't do this. I, we both need to stop. We were drinking like five days a week. Mm-hmm. You know, um, for some reason, it was really easy for me. Mm. And I haven't picked up anything since that he's really struggled. He's lied. He's, I found beer bottles. I found a beer can in his truck, you know, and he just, he just lies and lies and lies. And I just feel like I have such a hard time. He says that he's been sober for almost five months now. Mm. Yeah. But I just, every time that I see him, I just think he's coming home and I'm just like, I smell his breath. And yeah. I, so, so Olivia, I wanted to even get right. like a breathalyzer. Have you, did, did you go to, did you go to 12 <laughs> yeah. step or anything yourself? What was that? Did you do any 12 step work yourself? No, no, did, I haven't did, even did, gone to a meeting. He's did, an AA. He's an yeah, AA. He goes like two, so three times a week. You, you may not oh, be, good for him. yeah, it is good for him. You may not be a bona fide mm-hmm. alcoholic. You may have just been drinking heavily. There's a difference between alcoholic and somebody who just drinks a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, somebody who's an alcoholic has yeah. trouble stopping. They just, they keep going back. They're struggling like the, what you're, de- you're describing. And what would mm-hmm. be really helpful to yourself and to him is for you to go visit an Al-Anon meeting and ideally get a sponsor there yourself. They're available on Zoom. You can do it around the clock. Or you can go right after you finish this call, go to an Al-Anon meeting. I actually, meeting. oh, I went to my first meeting on Monday, actually. Great. Great, because you, you have to take the. Yes. You, this is not your disease to manage; it's his. Right, and you have to take you, you all yeah. your anxiety and all this heat that you're feeling. You have to take it off of him, and take it to your program, take it to mm-hmm. the, the the group, take it to your sponsor, and and by the way, hearing all the stories in Al-Anon and having that support of that group will change how you relate to him, it, mm-hmm. and it will help him. It'll be the mm-hmm. one thing you can do that actually will help him. So I would think I would okay. just get engaged with that, and, and he's going to do what he's going to do. That's up to him, and you and you cannot control that. She yeah. sounds a little panicked, though. Well, sure, it's it's she's very she very <laughs> yeah yeah. The, it, it, you also have to decide, you know, are you going to put up with this or not too, which is going to be part of what you do in Al-Anon, yeah. and and if you do, mm-hmm. if you decide to hang in, you have to be prepared to for whatever comes but you need your own support to be able to not be blaming him and up his took us about the whole thing okay do you think she should be like looking for evidence do you, no, or she think no. she should just sort of like no. put that on her head no. and try not to overthink it yeah, that's what alan i will have her do yeah alan i will go stop <laughs> yeah you can't you, you tell can't, him how you to can't control his illness life. you can't control his recovery we know you love him and you're worried about him and all this stuff and if you can't handle that and you have to end the relationship you've got to get honest about that too right because not everyone can handle being in a relationship with an alcoholic you're gonna to have to sort of make that determination let's uh let's see some videos let's clean the palate a little bit we've been getting some heavy calls here let's do some video work shall we oh we have so much good stuff coming here Oh my, Jesus Christ. 
Why are we watching this? Aww. We're watching lions kill a giraffe, and Zolo thinks it's funny. Why? <laughs> Dragged to his death. Why is this fun? Why are we watching this? Anybody? This is how life feels these days. I swear to God. I feel like America's turning into this. From Christina. <laughs> Christina wanted us to see this. Thanks, Christina. Love you. Well done. Let's see another one. Oh, it's Hello. not. So we're oh. doing uh, uh, Christmas pictures. Here we go. With my polycule, and uh, we're doing Adam's family. So what's a polycule? Uh, these are the fits. Oh, these are the these. Oh, that's so good! I love it. This is this is the polyamory group. Is that what that is? So they're all having sex together. Well, good for them. Good times. They are all having sex together. Yes, that's the point. Oh, they're okay. a, they're a group of polyamorous uh, couples or a, a cup a quadruple or something. Nice. And um, seems to be working for them. So I saw this girl's video the other day about um, how much wax are on these apples. And as someone who eats fucking a lot of apples, because I fucking love apples, um, <laughs> I was kind of like disgusted by it. Like I always knew that they were like waxy and I always wash them. Um, but uh, I saw this thing and it was crazy. So I was just thinking about it this morning when I went and got my apple. So I was going to try it. So I got my, it's a cosmic, cosmic crisp apple. They're freaking delicious. <laughs> um, and I got my exacto knife and I'm going to see if the wax really scrapes off. Like, she uh, fucking so, loves apples. I know. I love oh, her yeah. F-bond. Hold on. Ooh, Can you see at, that? Look at that. Uh, so what? Oh, my God. Wow. Oh that's my nothing. God. It's, a, it's nothing. It's spiritual. It's Look just, at that. Look at that. Oh. Everybody like that sound? <laughs> Everybody dig that sound? Yep. I'm ingesting And these ears are bleeding right now. Multiple times. <laughs> yeah, good. That's Enjoy your apple. Does that ridiculous. make your ears bleed? Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow, that and this is that. one <laughs> apple. I, I feed my kids the these apples. Time. Like I said, I knew, I knew apples were wax. Like, I knew it. But I guess I never... It makes your poop slide out faster. Realized. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> she heard my joke. A little, little disgusted, <laughs> if you will. Just keeps going. Oh, that fucking Look. apple. It just keeps uh, going. Here, here, let's let's be a reason. Let's use what our the? reasoning. The rational revolution. For Starting to get to All me right, now. This I'm gonna, screech. I'm gonna be figuring out a new way to wash my apples from now on. How about wow. you don't eat apples? Get applesauce. All right, let's fucking snow Cut an the apple. Skin off. Apple wax up in this bitch. <laughs> I like her. Out the best way to wash these shits to get rid of that. I'll get back to you. Something appealing about her. I do like her. Yeah, her, her style. I like her old style. But here's the deal: she's been eating apples forever. She's been eating that wax. What did they kill you so far? What's the problem? What, what's it, the medical issue caused by all that wax? It made Nothing. Her it goes through you, comes out. It's no big deal. It makes the apples look nicer. That's it. Maybe it also protects it against some some uh, fucking uh, pesticides or something. I don't know. It may have some benefit to it beyond. Beyond just looking nice, but it wax is inert. It is harmless. You've been eating apples your whole life. They have not hurt you. They will not hurt you in the future. I, and it, what's, here's the crazy part to me. What kind the of wax is it? The only, the only reason you're reacting is because you can see it with your eye. You've known forever that that was there. Yeah. But, but somehow because you see it, oh my God. I'm a problem solver. Okay. All she needs to do is peel the apple. Of course. Just don't it, eat the skin. If that bothers her, but, but why? The it shouldn't even bother. But the skin's the good part. It's good for you. Shouldn't even right? bother. Right, has her. all the vitamins. Yeah, shouldn't bother. Eat the, oh, yeah. eat the wax. Who cares? Yeah. All right, let's talk to Zach. <laughs> we, have, we have an interesting call from Zach here. This is a good one for us. 
All right, Zach, let's have it. Still Hello, about that Dr. Too. Drew, yeah. Susan, and the Booth Boys. How's it going? Yo, buddy, what's yeah, happening? Yeah, the Booth Boys are here. I'm Yo. pretty good. So for the last six or seven years, I have been experiencing something that I've seen called sexomnia. Yep. Meaning See, sex during sleep. I will go to sleep and I will have full-blown intercourse with my wife mm-hmm. and wake up and have absolutely zero recollection of anything happening at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my question is, have you heard of this? <laughs> and do you know of any cures or other things to fix it? First of all, I want to know what position. Good question. Do you I, instigate I it? I couldn't tell you. I think it's kind of a creepy thing where she. I just kind of wake up on top of her. It's a little bit terrifying. <laughs> You've never heard of this? <laughs> yeah. Hold on, real quick. From the booth, uh, you want this to be cured? Is that what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why do you need this to be cured? <laughs> I mean, so far the reviews have been pretty positive, so maybe not. Yeah, you're at your best when you're asleep. <laughs> it's like this is—you don't make your wife less happy. Um, you, you know, it, it, anything you can do awake, you can do asleep. That's essentially the axiom. Um, and right. so, some you may sort of be awake but the memory functioning may not be coming in yet. So you sort of have, you, you may not be hypnagogic, you may just be amnestic, right? And so hypnagogic, you're sort of in a fugue right. state. Amnestic means you just don't remember, which is part of why sleep seems so short, because you have sort of an amnestic component to how sleep works. I suspect it's more that, judging by how you have, you're sort of fully functional. Has your wife ever tried to wake you up, like bring you more or new awareness? Well, that's that's the weird thing is she doesn't know what's happening because when it's happening, I, as she says, my eyes are open. I'm How talking. Weird. I'm communicating. I'll go to the bathroom. I'll get a drink. It's and like an alien right gets inside your body or something. <laughs> it's a possession. That's what it is. I'm here to tell you you were possessed by the devil. Do, do you turn the lights on? No. Maybe some light on the situation would help kind of bring you, you probably what will happen is if you, if you light things up, you know, do things that create higher um, sort of sensory arousal. Uh, there's not much more arousal than sex, but sort of visual arousal as well as okay. everything else. Um, I bet you'll come to during the act. That's what, what I bet. You'll sort of you'll right. sort of come into focus a little bit. In terms of treatment, I mean, there are, you know, you'd have to go get a sleep study and see. Did you sleepwalk as a kid? Uh, I know that I have a few times. I've heard a couple of weird stories, but I drive for a living, so anything sleep-related could disqualify me, which is why it's kind of weird to try to go somewhere and talk about this. I understand. Yeah, yeah. It's harmless. It's not going to hurt anybody. It is a sleep disturbance like many others. Sleepwalking is you the antecedent history or sleep terrors also come, come with that. Uh, and you know you can tie yourself down during have sleep and all this kind of stuff. Have you ever done that, Drew? Have you ever no, had sex on your sleep? No, I don't. I'm, I, I don't. Uh, I'm either awake or I'm asleep. I know our kids. Uh, we have a sleepwalker in the family. Yeah, he he would. He he does that. But but I'm I am one or the other. I I have no. There's no in between for me. I, and I've never, <laughs> have you ever had the sleep paralysis? Uh, no. Yeah, and and he, I'm sure he's had sleep paralysis and that kind of thing as well. It's just I had a really paralysis. sexual dream last night. Oh, good. Congratulations. I, I, was, I always like those. Congratulations. Yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was weird, though. I can't really tell you what it was because it's just so weird. You, you won't tell us what it is because it's no, so weird? No, I can't, I can't put or it into can't, words. You know how your dreams are really weird, like you ha- try to explain them? It just isn't the same as when I, you're I know that's your thing very often. I mean, there wasn't anybody in particular, but, uh, well, I, yeah. I mean, there were, 
like 20 hot women and you were with them and there then the men started showing up and guess what what they were really big <laughs> african <American laughs> or favorite. black or colombian or whatever oh that's right you're Colombians. that's right <laughs> they kind of look like that picture that mike catherwood said nice today. well done yeah i know congratulations it's always a fun dream mm -hmm. like we were polyamorous we, I'm polyamorous. No, we were in the dream, I think. Oh, I see. But we were having polyamory with other people. Yeah, I don't know any of these terms. Like, I wouldn't even know. But Let's see some more videos. It wasn't a... <laughs> hey, any, any. This would be both cap and sus. <laughs> it is. It, maybe sus. Sus. Yeah, yeah, maybe sus. What does sus that mean? And cap. I think what it's cap also. What does that mean? Uh-oh. All right, what do you got? Steve Watkins cap, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah and quick thinking saved my life. So back during 2020, I was taking a lot of long walks because we were in lockdown. And like a moron, I had the same pattern. I walked the same route every day. Well, in one afternoon, I was walking the isolated highway out here by my house. There were cornfields on either side of the highway and no houses anywhere for at least a solid mile. Mm. As I'm walking, I hear a car coming up behind me. So I step aside to let the car pass so that I can carry on. This car, he does drive past me, but only about 10 yards and then stops right in front of me. And so I immediately stop walking and I watch him and I'm like, what is he doing? And this black sedan is just sitting there about 10 yards in front of me, waiting for me to walk past it. And let me tell you, a fear came over me that I cannot explain and I have never had before or since then. Mm -hmm. That fear that tells you something is very wrong. I continue to stand there. I don't walk past the car because something tells me if I try to walk past that car, he's going to open that door and try to take me. So yeah. I'm standing there. I'm waiting it out. And this guy, I see the reverse lights flash, which means he put his car in park. The man put his car in park and was now looking at me through the driver's side mirror. It's just me and him. There is nobody. I, if I scream, nobody is going to hear me. There's fields on either side. There's nowhere I can run except backwards. So I think fast. I don't have pepper spray. I don't have my pistol on me, but I do oh have my, my phone. So I grab my, my phone pistol. and I immediately just act like I'm calling 911. I didn't actually dial 911 because I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Whatever's about to happen is going to happen in seconds and no cop is going to get to me in time. But I wanted this guy to think that I was talking to the police. And it seemed to work. As soon as I pulled my phone out and started acting like I was talking, the reverse lights go back, he puts the car in drive, and he takes off. Poor guy just point, probably wanted I directions. I call my best friend Kevin, who lives about a mile down the road, and I, he answers the <laughs> phone, thank God. And I said, Kevin, I'm in a situation. There's a guy that I think is getting ready to take me. I need you to get here. I need you to get here now. This is where I'm at. Kevin doesn't even put shoes on or anything. He grabs his keys. He jumps in his truck, and he's like, you, all right, I'm on like my way. Story? I'm coming to you. Bothers Stay you? on the phone with me. And y'all, mm. something in me just knew, like, even though that car drove away, he's coming back. <laughs> and I'm just waiting and I'm watching for that car to have turned around and come back for me. And I'm waiting to see whose car I'm going to see first, this guy or my friend Kevin, who is going to show up and get me first. Okay. Thank God I see Kevin's truck around the corner Shocking. first and I wave him and he flies over to me and I jump in the truck and shut the door and we take off. But y'all, I kid you not, as we're taking off, we look in the rearview mirror and y'all that sedan had turned around and it had come back. Uh oh. And I, and I said, Kevin, that's the car. That's the car. He came back. And we're still driving away, but we're watching him in the rearview mirror. And y'all, he parks his car right where I was standing. He gets out of his car, and we see him, and he is looking for me. And that phone call to Kevin most likely saved my life. Thank you, he's Kevin. He's either looking for you, or he's thinking, I wonder if that chick needs a ride, or maybe she can give me some directions, or I, I think I dropped something here. I wonder if she saw it. My heart was beating fast it, during it, this story. Well, okay.
They, that was that, really intense. There's definitely she she was going to get kidnapped. Definitely. I mean, you never know. She was being safe. She was smart. Yes, I know. I have all for being safe, and she certainly won't drive that highway next time without her pistol. Yeah, for sure. I can see her. Just no, it's scary. Off. You have to be careful these days. I agree. I agree with that. But there's, there, you, she had you no have evidence. To play on, devil's advocate, but she no, that no. was really Listen, I'm well in, done. I'm, that I'm, was a nice clip. She okay. really worked on that. Okay. So. I'm, I'm in favor of people trusting their instincts. I'm very in favor of that. But there's actually no evidence that that guy was up to anything. Zero evidence. Yeah, I know. But Other she didn't want some, to get close enough to find out. I get it. I get and it. That's and, smart. And I endorse I, I everything she did. Other yeah. than in, insisting that the guy met her home. I mean, she has a pistol. So she lives out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And she needs a pistol. So okay. we don't own anything like that. Because, mm-hmm. you know. We don't have cornfields. What, what do you? How about some horrible or hilarious? That's so crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that oh well, this is gonna be hilarious. <laughs> Russian. <laughs> I love guys like this. Oh my god, it's not gonna. Oh, oh, the worst of all. <laughs> oh no, oh. poor guy. He's gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we knew what they were saying. <laughs> he said, "You are such a dumbass." <laughs> he goes, "Fuck you." Uh, <laughs> That's what it sounded like. We did. Back, I went here, what that, the guy that said much the way like, your heart was beating fast during the story. My 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 cream hysteric response absolutely maximized during this. <laughs> what is that? When your testicles pull up in your body. Colossal 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 ass. <laughs> Where's my friend Nastia Lucan when I need her to translate? I think it's colossal. Ass. All right, what else we got? These are good. I like that one. And that was hilarious. Uh, why is that funny? <laughs> Falls are funny. Yeah, look, check this out. For all your beautiful women. Oh. What's that? Aye, aye, aye. I'm cooling. Oh, yeah. I'm cool. Oh, yeah. Guy. It's like you heard me. I'm trying to tell you all now. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey. Aye, aye, aye. You know what <laughs> make me feel good? Your pussy <laughs> and your booty, girl. Oh. And them drawers. Them little bikini drawers. Oh, yeah, my baby. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you all now. Yeah, girl. Bro, break. What's that in bro bridge? I like them drawers y'all wearing bro bridge. Uh-huh. Them flower drawers, them black one, and them red one. Bro bridge. Y'all touch my heart with them little drawers, girl. Oh, that's so cute. Is it? Oh, I could listen to him all day. Oh, he was in front of the I, uh, hotel today in a wheelchair. A guy just like him. Did he say, I, I, I? I wanna, no. <laughs> uh-uh. He was... I want to eat your booty? He was... Yeah, it, I, it was just funny. He was There was a, a car parked in the entrance of the hotel, and the guy in the wheelchair was going backwards, uh, and he kind of... He looked like that guy. Um, is, that's where the does I, that guy I, live? He doesn't live right here, does he? It was the I, I, I guy, no, right? he lives in uh, Louisiana. Right, but he looked like him, and he was... And he, Came up against the car and they were like, "Be careful! Don't, don't hit the car!" And he goes, "Get off of my sidewalk!" <laughs> oh no! <laughs> he started yelling at them, and I was like, "This guy owns a town." Yeah, I, my question <laughs> is, what what do we think we were looking at there? 
I could listen to his 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 uh, dialogue all day, but we were watching a an empty room. He with likes a, it with a, uh, with a no, no. I think I know what's going on here. We're looking at I don't know what's on the table there, but we're looking at a mop and bucket uh-huh. uh, and a door. That's it. That's all we're saying. What's on the table? Like a cookie jar or something. So what do we all figure is going on here? Well, his camera's just facing the wrong way. He doesn't realize he's filming. <laughs> he's doing a selfie, thing. except yeah. he doesn't realize mm-hmm. it's not going towards him. Yeah. That's exactly what's going on here. Mm-hmm. He's filming the room instead of, of his face. And, uh, but, but he is he's enough of an, he's entertaining it. enough that I don't care. I don't care. He's, he's, uh, he's all him. What, what is his actual name again? I forget. Joseph. Joseph. In fact, I was, I was, it's funny you played this video today because I was longing for him today. Seriously, I was. Do you guys have any more contact with him? Um, no, nothing recently, but he's still just uploading, you know, great content all the time. <laughs> Bring me more. Bring me, if okay. you have more today, I'll have to look at it. <laughs> all right, keep going. We got time for videos here. Let's do them. Aye, aye, aye. I swear he was in front of the hotel today. <laughs> I'm going to go out there and look for him. <laughs> what happened to Uh-oh. me? Uh-oh. Where are my friends having? We had, we, well, we had a party. You know, we don't get around here on certain days just when we can get everybody together. Mm-hmm. So we had this party. Well, we all living it up, having a good old time. And some weirdo up there said, we need to have a contest, a staring contest. A staring contest? What the heck they talking about? <laughs> you know, everybody's getting ready. We ain't been doing nothing. <laughs> so, okay, we're going to do this. Who all wants to go? They had a runoff, you know, and I got in the final. Yeah. You know what? I found out I can outstare anybody. I've been known to fall asleep with my eyes open anyway. Oh, boy. That's crazy. <laughs> Meanwhile, anyhow. So it's like he I heard said, you. Right, we're going to get ready to start. Yeah. He said, hold on a minute. Here come out this girl. She's standing there. She had like a long trench coat on something. Stood there next beside him. He said, ready? I said, yep, begin. Pull her open, open her coat up. I said, you think that's going to really distract me? No, you're crazy. Contest was over 10 minutes later. Sure was. Congratulations. Can somebody loan me $980? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no problem, dude. Oh, my God. He's just an odd bird, isn't he? Oh, my God. He, by the way, it doesn't have to have that high voice. If you notice, he at one point said, okay, begin. He's like, he like has ability to to produce a male voice, and then he goes back into his cartoon voice. That's funny. It is, it is weird. I didn't really get that one. You know, the has the has the um, sort of specter of cool guy begun? Have we expanded that that sort of cool guy zone a little bit? We've started including. So, what do you think his um, his thing is? Is he like a drinker, or if he is he just got a personality I think, disorder? I think he is sort of um, Im- immature. <laughs> lives in an isolated environment yeah and has gotten old right and so probably that was different if when he was 22 uh-huh. it probably looked very different but now it's like <laughs> <laughs> okay but but a cool guy is, is, is the category expanding are we sort of I mean, I think, yeah, like it encompasses more now I think we would always play these kind of guys on the show, but now we're just kind of using it to you know talk about every guy on the show basically yeah yeah it's just a general lack of awareness anyone self-con self-awareness yeah so so cool guy now is anybody who doesn't really perceive um himself or herself because cool gal is a part of the category now Mm -hmm. in the manner which most of us would yeah right 
Most of us would go. Yeah, you nailed it. All right, let's let's see. The let's see. I want to see. You want to invite him to Christmas? I want to see cool guy marriage counseling. <laughs> cool guys, I generally don't want to invite to. No, as we as we <laughs> as we were talking, I was talking about some other show. Generally, the cool guy is somebody you sort of pull away from. <laughs> you don't go towards. We don't have any of those in our family. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> It's probably going to be me first. I went to marriage counseling, you know, back when I was married. And, you know, my wife just thought I was a complete asshole. You know, she didn't understand, like, going out and having a drink with your buddies. She didn't understand that I didn't want to go to bed at 9 o'clock. She didn't understand that I didn't want to be under control. So, you know, I was an asshole, right? Of course, it couldn't have been her, right? So we go to counseling, and she's just railing me, just telling me how I'm just a no-good son of a bitch <laughs> across the board, calling me everything but white, right? And so I just, without hesitation, just said, and then some, and then some. She's like, you're such an asshole. And I was just like, and then some. I kept on going on. She'd rail me for another 30 seconds about how I'm this, that, and the other. I just said, yeah. The counselor told her that I was obstinate and that counseling was futile and it wasn't going to go anywhere. Man, that counselor was right. <laughs> I like that about him. Uh, he is an asshole. Um, and, and some people like assholes like that. I mean, this like anything, right? There's somebody for everybody and, and everything, every, all kinds of qualities in people's personalities can have assets as well as liabilities. Yeah. But I'm sure this guy is very difficult to hang out with, if you're a woman especially. I don't think she needed to spend any money in counseling. I, thought she, I think she thought she was going to change him, that if he's had some insight into the impact of some of his behaviors. Yeah, it's pretty hard. No, that ain't going to change. <laughs> that ain't going to change. All right, that's good. I like that one. Forever sing- single. Well, no, he'll find somebody. Believe me, he will. Uh, Unk Shine update. What's this about? What's happening? We just there? watched that. That was Unk Shine with the, the camera turn. Oh, Unk Shine. Okay, got it. And by the way, this this guy that we we're just, the, the counseling guy, uh, you know, Andrew Tate and his time kind have a whole big following. There are a lot of people that like that kind of thing. And this guy sort of, does. am I getting that right, Who's gentlemen? Who's Andrew Tate? What? I, that there's a large following of people for Andrew Tate? A, yeah, a, Andrew. A, Who is a, that? I'll tell you in a second. And okay. B, that this guy's sort of in that Andrew Tate kind of vibe. Similar vibe, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Misogynistic. It's sort of a, yeah, it's yeah. misogynistic, hyper-masculine, narcissistic. Oh. Yeah. Um, kind of yeah. quasi-abusive. They're out there. Yeah. A lot of them. Yeah. I think it's just funny, though. I mean, it's obvious Cap, because homies, I mean, he's got, like, the hair transplant. He's got the, <laughs> the Botox, like... Homie, you care more than anybody else. Like, why are you trying to pretend like you hard? Well, but it's, all but it's the narcissism, right? Look, when you yeah. really get down to it, all roads lead to narcissism. When, when things aren't working right, it's because people are too narcissistically tied up and they're, they don't realize what their defensive strategies are and they lose empathy for other people and they have envy and it's just, they can be aggressive and it's unpleasant. It's unpleasant. That's all I'm saying. All right, are there more up there? Um, have you seen this one? Probably not. What's your pronouns? I'm a male. I'm a man. I'm a he. I don't get into that mentally ill stuff. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm Zer. What do you feel about that? <laughs> Mental illness. <laughs> uh, he, I want more from him. <laughs> I want to hear more about this. He reminds me of he's he's my he's my redneck I I I. So funny. Yeah, do you well, have yeah. do you have the um, Last week, we looked at the woman, the polyamory woman that was skiing. Yes, yes, I got her right here. All right. Listen to this woman. Let's see. Okay. I like so one of the pros about being in an open relationship is it removes the pressure to always have to do everything together. 
My husband and I have been non-monogamous for 12 years and I've always been a little bit of an adrenaline junkie. And my husband's not. I've had times where I date someone who loves hiking and loves skiing and loves kite surfing. And we get to have those dates where we go skiing all day and then go out to a really good dinner and then hang out in the hot tub and fool around afterwards. And would I love to have that experience with my husband? Yes, but he doesn't enjoy the skiing aspect. And so if he did it for me because I love it, I would at the same time have this sense of kind of guilt that he's just not enjoying it that much and he's only doing it because he feels like he has to. And then that makes the experience a little bit less enjoyable for me. And I find it funny that I am filming this video while I am totally on an adrenaline high after getting to ski by myself for the past hour. So what do you think? That is fun. What's that? Skiing alone. Okay. Great. Um, I think that she needs to have some intimacy in her relationship. Right. And, you know, like try to share what she loves with him and and, and how about all, all those words it. all that explanation oh all yeah that on, blah, 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 blah. oh i know any reaction it, to that she's on a high whatever she's well she's definitely there's that too. but but what about the content of all those explanations and all those reasons and all those this and how yeah this i mean how that that's how women's minds work and we you know we think about all this stuff mm -hmm. and how good it would be if you know and she, she i mean she's had she, what do you think, Eddie? <laughs> I saw that face. You said, "Oh, is that right? tell me." I more. mean, she's a little, she's a little manicky, but mm -hmm. uh, definitely knows what she wants. Okay, she likes to ski. She's very athletic, and right. Her husband isn't, but it's not like politics is tearing them apart. Right. What's tearing them apart? I don't know. Her anxieties. I don't. Know. I don't know what. It's all good. Don't what worry. Are you, what are you I'm aiming at? I don't want to lead the witness. I just wanted you to react to it. I'm curious no, what your I, reaction is. No, I think she You she's, said they need more intimacy in their relationship. Yeah. Is what she's doing moving things in that direction? Well, yeah, I guess he's going to know now because she just put it on video. Right. Well, he already knew. He already knew all this. It's, I mean, I don't know. She's not happy. Right. And, and all those words were just uh, ex kind of weird justifications, and she's just really just not happy, right? But, I mean, if she could just say, this is what I really like to do, and I'd, I'd love to do it with you, and then not and, feel guilty. Right. Or, or if just it's, things just aren't working. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you have to break up because of that, just because you have a little bit of, you know, how... Not everybody is happy all the time. Right. You, you have Maybe you to missed what she, what she said she was doing. What? She She's was having an affair with somebody else? Many, many, time. many. Yeah. Lots. Yeah. Yeah. It's the opposite of intimacy, isn't it? Yeah. With him. Well, did she say before or, at, or during she was doing stuff like that? They are in a lovely polyamorous relationship for the last 12 years. Oh, okay. And here's what they're doing. And so here's why it's so great. This is what polyamory is. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, well, I it's one version. It's one version. This, and it's sort of, uh, they would call, people would call this... Um, it really isn't polyamorous. It's really c conscious non-monogamy. That's what I think people would call that. Okay. So ethical, ethical non-monogamy. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, I mean, some people just—that's how they get into that position. Yes. Yes. They I have agree. that kind of personality. They're not willing to just say, "Oh well, whatever." But why doesn't she just be single? I don't know. Wouldn't but, that be healthier? I'm probably, more honest. More probably, honest. Yeah. Uh, right. That's that's my point. Is that my thing with this was like there's a lot of explanation and rationalization and blah, 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 blah. just she's not happy. Yeah. She, well, she, uh, she's very. They're very transparent about what they're doing. So 
I mean, and now you and I've had conversations about people though, just sustaining marriages just because, yeah. right? It could be that. Right. Right. And, and that's fine if that's what they're doing, but it didn't sound like that. Well, it's, it's she's, like a lot of justification she's, she's of things. She's making that really... herself happy. She's skiing by herself and right. she's making a video to present to the world right. and him. <laughs> well, he already knows, I'm sure. Let's just hope that he doesn't do the same. Oh, of course she he does. finds out. Of course you know, he it's, he's, he's got doing, a really hot younger girl or something. What's wrong with that? That's what she wants. <laughs> that's the whole thing. I'm just saying, if that's polyamory, then that's the that's the ethical non monogamy. You do whatever you want. Or just tell each other. Blah, 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 blah. And, Are you saying that we should do that? I am not saying that. <laughs> I, I'm saying that I don't see when when if somebody is look, if they're just in marriage because it's a business and that's it, whatever. It right. doesn't need a lot of explanation. Right, right. It's like, I do whatever I want in this marriage and we exactly. just think, stay married in name only. Well, that's kind Got of what it. she's doing. Right. But she couches it in this huge explanation she's about how, rationalizing how it's good. Why and she's and skiing it's, by herself. And why it's and good and why this is the way to do it. And he's so happy and I'm so happy. It's like, no, I don't, I don't hear happy. I, I hear, mean, I think if I went skiing by myself, you would be very upset. Yeah. Wouldn't wouldn't think it's a You'd be great like, idea. What's going on? Yeah, I'd be like wondering about it. Yeah, but I mean, she enjoyed it. I like skiing alone, mm. but I wouldn't. But, but do that, it the skiing was incidental to the whole <laughs> the whole thing. I know you focused in on the skiing. The skiing is an incidental. Yeah, part but maybe that's what she needs to do. She needs to ski alone <laughs> in her marriage. She's the whole thing was about how our ethical non-monogamy is so wonderful. For twelve years, we've done this thing where we aren't ever together. I just fuck other people. That was what she was saying. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I agreed with you at your outset that it needs more intimacy of some type. No, I know. Or, they do, or but complete breakup and go do whatever you want. I don't know. Why? Maybe they have to stay together for other reasons. So Right. And then that she should just state that. She, it shouldn't be a big explanation about. I, you know, I, I know this is very, you don't, the, you're very well versed on this. You know, it doesn't work out. It's, it never it ends It doesn't well. work out. It right. But well, exactly. I just figure if people want to do it, whatever. Let oh, I agree it. with that. Do whatever they want. I don't care. I don't care. What I care about is that she's, that she's trying to convince me so she can convince herself. Listen, you don't convince me. Just do whatever you want. I just watched her for like three minutes and all I heard was blah, 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 right. blah, blah, blah. Right. And I would want to do other stuff too. I'd rather be with somebody else. Than her? Yeah. Yeah, because she's so she's, wound yeah. up. All right. You um, know, I mean, come on. How long would you last with her? I, it's hard to say. I, I wasn't <laughs> thinking about it that way. I, I, I don't know. He's I, probably I, like, thank God. <laughs> he, that's the point. That's not an improvement in the relationship. That's, that may be the way it's going. I don't know. You um, know, you and, know, and divorce is not a good thing. We've learned. Right. It's a very difficult thing for a lot of people because, like, it all goes to the attorneys and... You know, why not just make it work and exactly. keep it together? And, like, and if, if maybe he's a billionaire, who knows? And by the way, if this is the only way they can make it work and they're just living separate lives, just say that. Don't don't put it in, in this uh, these frameworks of of health. It's just is what it is for you guys, and it's working for you. And good, good. That's fine. Yeah. Do what, what do you, you guys do. think? Would you ever be in a relationship like that? Where are my girls fucking other dudes? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. No. <laughs> I think right. I'm good on that. Sus. Uh, yeah, it would sus. sus. <laughs> that would be a big no over there. And uh, Zolo? Definitely not. Definitely okay. not. Okay. And uh, Chad? I wouldn't start one out on that found foundation, but I think that might could be a discussion after like years of having built something together where there is trust and you're both kind of doing something. If, if the, uh, I guess, partnership needs that. Right. So if, Gosh. So you'd be down after a few years for some dude to fuck your chick? 
It's not exactly what I'm saying. How bad if it was her? <laughs> if it was... Uh, I don't think I could handle her. She's <laughs> too, too much for me, I think. I'll be like, yeah, Although she looks very... Dudes, gonna... She's in shape. I it, mean... It just... It just... It does... It just... You're trying to use your intellectual brain to force your emotional brain to cooperate with something. Right. That's what bothers me. Right, right. And, and I just hate it when people do that. That's make taking ideology. And this is we're in a whole fucking trend of this right yeah. now where people take ideology, ideas, and force their their human nature to comply with right. it. It doesn't work. It's not a good thing. No, I it get it. It ends up in a bad place. I think it'd be hard to recover from like as a... As a couple, you yes, know, like of course. About oh my god, uh, I think that's it's a over. natural human nature, and and again, you might have a reason to to agree to make it work together, but you're going to be just in, you're going to be broken up effectively. You're not going to be an intimate relationship. You're going to have a business relationship we call a marriage, and you're going to have your own romantic lives completely separate. Yes, it's going to be like yes. a like an old fucking middle middle you know medieval king and queen or right, something, right. you know. Yeah. yeah, and then that happens. I mean, it's not, but that's not health, and it's you have to be honest about what it is, right? Not pretend it's ideologically something I'm going to convince myself and you that we should be all just be doing because it's so wonderful. But who do you think the video is for? Like, is it for all our friends her. that said, "Why don't? No. Why do you? Why aren't you with your husband? He's right. so great. He has all this no. money. You can do whatever you want. Like, why do you have to have all these other things?" It's for pe she people that really are in these situations that they don't feel great about but don't want to admit it to themselves, do a lot of convincing like this. That's where I get bothered by this. Yeah. They're, they're convincing themselves by convincing other but people how you, wonderful. Why are people making videos of themselves this talking is, about this stuff? I, what do you think? I mean, they're narcissists. I mean, yeah, putting it, it on TikTok it's her. It's her. It's 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 Right now, it's uh, you get social capital for being one of these people that can just do this thing that is you know society doesn't force this on me. Nobody forces anything on me. I do my thing, and it just just watch where it goes, everybody. I've been around long enough to see where these things go. And I think like after being married for a really long time, or being with somebody who's always been into non-monogamous relationships. I mean, mm. maybe he started it. Who knows? It, it, and then, but then again, she had to accept it and now she's right. convincing herself. Now, to be fair, they've done it for 12 years, uh -huh. right? And people could go, that's 12 years, pretty good run. That's not so bad. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it's, and it's whatever it is, is working for them. Don't convince yourself and don't convince me. Right. Be more honest about what it is you're doing. That's all I'm asking for. I don't, I don't like Well, she's that. being pretty honest. She put it in video. She's not being honest. She's convincing everybody what, why it's a good thing. I don't hear anything about, nothing seemed real about that to me. Like, what's really going on here? What, you, we've speculated all kinds of things because we don't know what's really going on. No, I know, I get it. What's really going on? It's a weird video. All right, I'll tell you what's really going on. We're moving on. We're going to thank you for being here today as always. Well done. How'd you like taking the calls? It was good. I yeah. really appreciate the calls. It's different, right? It's, it's kind of cool. I don't know if calls. I'm any good at answering them. But You're good. No, no, you aren't I don't good. know why you guys have me on the show. but. <laughs> Why do we have her on the show? Let's hear from each of you. She won't believe me. <laughs> Who's first? Zolo? The audience loves you. There you they go. They do. Any? Thank you. I love you too. Because you're dope. Gentlemen, <laughs> thank you so much, Susan. Thank you. We'll see you all next time. All conversations and information exchanged during participation of the Dr. Drew After Dark podcast or interaction 
on the doctor.com website is intended for educational and entertainment purposes only. Do not confuse this with treatment or physician medical advice or direction per se. You must always follow your medical professional's advice and direction. Nothing on these podcasts or posted on this site supplements or supersedes the relationship and direction of your medical caretakers. Please understand, I am not playing the role of physician in this environment per se. I'm educating. I am a licensed physician with specialty boards in American Board of Internal Medicine and American Board of Addiction Medicine.